That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. But Charlemagne said, okay, well, let's go deeper. And how much money does Mace owe you? What's good? What's going on? Welcome back to another episode of DX Daily, the podcast where we keep you up to date on everything that goes down in hip-hop music culture. It's brought to you by the good people at Hip Hop DX, and I am one of your hosts, Asia Sky. And I'm your other host, A Dub. All right, it is Thursday, and today we'll be discussing Diddy calling Mace out for allegedly owing him $3 million. Mace also had quite the response, so we'll discuss that as well. Also, Meek Mill had a few words for BET after they had his child's mother milano rapping during the bet hip-hop awards ice cube gave an update on where we are at with the new friday movie and drake has announced an intimate show in new york at the apollo quite a few things to get into but first please make sure you subscribe to the podcast if you haven't done so already we appreciate all the support and we thank you now let's get to it all right, let's get started with Diddy versus Mace. Now, over the years, we know Mace has made numerous allegations against Diddy, saying that Diddy jerked him out of his money with the contracts. He said Diddy owes him money. There's just been tons of allegations that Mace has made toward Diddy over the years. Well, now Diddy is finally speaking out and speaking up for himself. And he was on The Breakfast Club recently, and he made a huge accusation towards Mace. Yeah, so when Diddy went to the Breakfast Club, he basically saying that Mace is the one who owes him millions of dollars, not the other way around. And um, he specifically addressed Mace on the Breakfast Club. You know, I did one album with Mace. One album. How much money do you think I owe this guy? One album? And then he became a fake pastor <laughs> and went and conned people. And then y'all going to let him throw dirt on the God's name? We going, we, I wrote each and every one, and each and every body, anybody could come and step up, bring your receipts, but I'm not playing. <laughs> I'm back outside and I'm fighting back for us. And I'm also doing, do a little fighting back for me. You know what I'm saying? So how much money does, and I'm, I'm just throwing this out. How much money does somebody like a Mace owe you? Cause, that, cause the reason I Mace say that. Mace owes me $3 million. That's <laughs> facts. I got the receipt. You know, come on, Charlemagne. Come on, journalism. <laughs> because anybody else would have just followed up that moment, like being shocked or just continuing on that path of what Diddy just said. But Charlemagne said, "Okay, well, let's go deeper." And how much money does Mace owe you? Wow, what an astute journalist Charlemagne the God is for that moment right there. Because not many people's next step would have been to take it there. That's the first thing I noticed, just being in media myself. Second of all, <laughs> Diddy, he really just created like a, uh, he really could have just created like a new Soldier Boy moment on The Breakfast Club. I think if he would have said that with a little bit more passion, that would have been like the new Drake because just the, what he was speaking on, he was like, y'all going to let him throw dirt on the God like that? Like, y'all going to let him do this to me? I feel like Diddy was just very, like, offended. I feel like that was a culmination of many years of listening to Mace slander him and not saying anything in, in return or not throwing accusations Mace's way. But I don't know if Diddy just got tired of that and was just like, all right, now I'm, I'm speaking out or what. But this was definitely interesting to hear because the narrative has always been 
that Diddy doesn't pay his artists or he takes money from his artists or he puts them in bad contracts. That's been a narrative that's been uh, spread throughout many people in the industry over the years. So to hear Diddy say that Mace is actually the one that owes him money was a shock to me. Yeah, I was shocked, too, because like you said, that has been the narrative that, you know, none of Diddy's artists, you know, do well. They don't blow up the whole like making the band. Um Day 26, Danity Kane, like all those artists and then them not getting paid, other people not getting paid. I guess he was tired of that narrative and definitely had to get some things off of his chest and kind of bold at Diddy. You go on Breakfast Club, one of the biggest syndicated morning radio shows. You know it's going to get picked up by media. You know it's going to get aired out to millions, well, not millions of cities, but hundreds of cities. And yeah, just to be like, Mace owes me $3 million, like, that's big. I'm kind of glad he called him out. Yeah, and he implored him to show the receipts. He pulled a Whitney Houston and said, I want to see the receipts. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I don't think that somebody who uh, doesn't have a legal end to stand on or who doesn't have the paperwork to stand on would say that, would be like, oh, yeah, sh- show, show the paperwork. I don't think he would be encouraging that if the paperwork painted him in a bad light or if it, it painted him as doing something wrong. Although deeper into the clip, Diddy does say mistakes can be made, like there there can be an accounting error. But as far as how much money he was supposed to get, he made one album on Bad Boy. So how much money do do we really think he should have gotten from that? Now, in Mace's defense, the album did go four times platinum. So, you know, I'm sure it it made some form of money. (laughs) But Mm -hmm. um, how much money Mace was supposed to get off that remains to be seen. And I think if Mace really does have the paperwork to back it up, he should come out and show it and settle this once and for all. But the way Diddy was talking, I don't know if the paperwork is going to show this, the story that Mace has been saying, but Mace did have a response to Diddy's remarks. He had quite the response. And this is what he said. Yeah, this nigga told me he want receipts. Let's start with your mother, nigga. Your mother got the receipts, nigga. Every- okay. Let's hit pause on that. <laughs> let's hit pause on that. Coming out the gate hot. I don't know if this is the best way to start your message. If you want people on your side, and more importantly, if you are trying to get your money that you feel you're owed, I don't know that this is the best way to, to approach it. But let's continue. In your mother name. That's the one who got the receipts, nigga. You need more proof, nigga? Biggie ain't here, so Big can't give you no receipts. He dead. Craig Mack can't give you receipts. He dead. What are you talking about? Okay, let's hit pause again disrespecting rap legends that are no longer with us. Also probably not the best way to get your point across. Probably not the best way to accomplish whatever it is you're trying to accomplish here. Yeah. Not great. Who else? Black Rob can't give you receipts. He dead. And everybody else you may sign paperwork so they can't talk about what I'm talking about. I'm the only one with the guts. You're not signing it, nigga. Cause I need the money. All money. Well, if you didn't need the money, what is all of this about? Right. <laughs> I just, this this video is not making things clearer for me, but let's continue. Good money. Remember that. Remember that. Remember that, nigga. You know who to play with, nigga. You know who to play with. Um, What I'll say about this is, since he mentioned the words, uh, you know who to play with, you got to be careful who you play with because everybody's not playing. That's the thing. Shouts to Tax Stone. That is a statement of his that I will always remember. Be careful who you play with because everybody is not playing. 
Like mm-hmm. to Mace, this might be a, a social media thing. Like, oh, I'm gonna come for you. I'm gonna come for your reputation. I feel like you did me wrong. I feel like you did me dirty. So now I'm gonna come for you every chance I get. But you're not just coming at Diddy. You you came at his mother. That's number one. You came mm-hmm. at multiple legends, people that have made huge contributions to hip hop that are now passed away. All of those people have families and people that love them. You you basically said, you know, don't play with me. So that could be also taken as a threat. And you're saying all of this to the public, but you're also saying it to a man who has the money, the means and the power to make something happen to you if he wanted to. I'm not saying that Diddy would do that or he is the type of person to do that, but if you provoke anybody, not just Diddy, but you provoke anybody with almost a billion dollars and the means to make whatever they want to make happen, happen, I just don't feel like that's the smartest thing. I feel like you you playing with your life a little bit. Again, not accusing Diddy of being the type that would, you know, get somebody killed or get bodily harm caused to somebody. I'm just saying you got to see that as a potential option when you're getting on camera in front of millions of people on social media and making these kind of remarks and going at people with such venom. Like you should really have more concern for your well-being and your life when you get online and say things like this. That's just my opinion on it. Yeah, I agree with that too. Like I wasn't expecting this type of response from Mace. I don't really don't know what type of response I was expecting, maybe like a simple tweet or something like that, but to have, you know, audio proof and, you know, video proof of, your energy about it, you know, the disrespect, you know, talking about the dead rappers and, you know, mamas, like it was a real disrespectful response. And, you know, I don't want to say that what Diddy, I don't think what Diddy said was any bit disrespectful. He just wants his money. But for Mace to come that way is like, all right, now it's getting a little, little messy the way he's talking and coming about it. Like he really wants to, he came off aggressive. So I'm like, hopefully it doesn't go off too crazy, but don't come, don't bring the type of energy to the public and then don't think nothing made me not happen, you know? So hopefully, hopefully it just plays out safe. Yeah. And I get that Diddy did call him a fake pastor and all of it, call him, essentially call him a liar for saying that he owes him money. But to take it as far as Mace is taking it, now, now you go into a different place. People might take that to a different place. So yeah, you just got to be careful with that. And also, if you really have a leg to stand on legally, like if you really have a contract or a receipt that says, hey, he took this amount of money for me or he owes me this, you can handle that in the courtroom, which makes me further even believe that Mace might not have a leg to stand on with the contract. He might have done like a lot of these artists do and sign contracts that aren't favorable to them early on in their career and then regret it later on when they know better and then that whole thing. So yeah, whatever the situation is, I would like to see some receipts. So we'll keep you posted on that if any updates come. Um, but we're going to move on to Meek Mill now. Speaking of the smoke, this is it's just a smoke-filled episode. So Meek Mill has some smoke for BET because they had his child's mother, known as Milano um, or Milan Rouge. They had her on the BET Hip Hop Awards cipher, one of the ciphers, where they had like different social media personalities rapping, different influencers rapping in the cipher. And she was one of them. And Meek had a problem with that. Right. So he took the Twitter and said, I don't like BET. Got my baby mama trying to spit bars for attention slash clout. He says, it's like a setup embarrassment made to look like opportunity. And I'm with the women hustler empowerment motion. But y'all drawing pure manipulation. So I don't, I didn't hear her cypher, but I guess maybe Meek thinks it wasn't good. And like, it's kind of like set up for the embarrassment, like he said, because some people were also saying on Twitter that, 
they liked Milan's cipher. So they think it was a good opportunity and a good look and BET was just trying to show love. But I guess Meek was taking it like, oh, BET, you wrong for that or the way you had it set up and things like that. I don't know. Sounds like Meek is hating, honestly, because the whole <laughs> cipher, the the intent of it was to have like influencers or people that are really popular on social media just rapping like on some fun vibes just to switch it up. You know, BET usually does the, the straight rap ciphers. Um, and then I, I think like in recent years, they switched it and threw like a R&B one in there. This past BET Awards, they did like a battle rap cipher, this one that just passed. Um, so they were like trying different things to switch it up. It really like on some fun shake things up type of vibe so for me to do all that behind a cypher like it it gives there something deeper behind it like you already be having grievances with your baby mama and you just found another grievance to have like BET is not trying to manipulate people into being clout chasers like I don't think it was that deep there was other it was like Desi Banks in the cypher um don't call me white girl Mona was in the cypher Somebody said Dapper Dan was there. I didn't see this particular one, so I don't know if Dapper Dan was there too. But, like, if you have that mix of people in the cypher, yeah, why why can't Milano do it? He acts like she's trying to pursue a rap career for real or something like that. Like, that was the vibe he was giving off. He act like she went on Love and Hip Hop or uh, <laughs> Rap Wives or something, a reality show, to talk about her relationship with him. Like, how is that embarrassing you? You embarrassed yourself by even tweeting that. No one would have even brought you into the equation had you not even tweeted that. So, yeah, I, I, I don't think this is really an issue. I think this is um, he already feels some type of way towards her. I don't know what that way is. I don't know their relationship. But just from that tweet, it seems like you already had a problem. And this was just something you could add on to whatever problem y'all already have. That's what it felt like. Yeah, exactly. It's like it's like another case of, you know, talking too much gets you gets people looking at you crazy like sometimes you gotta leave the computers and the cell phones alone to when you want to voice your opinion because then sometimes it backfires like it did here it does make it look like McMill was hating or annoyed that she was on the show or whatever but yeah that that one I wasn't feeling that one me let's talk about Ice Cube because he also had smoke he had some smoke for Warner Brothers now, you know, that it's been years of Ice Cube trying to get another Friday movie made. They were supposed to make last Friday, like five years ago, seven years ago or something like that. Uh, never came to fruition. Then we had some of the Friday cast members pass away. People like John Witherspoon, um, the man who played Debo, just multiple people that were on there passed away. And then Ice Cube recently came out and said that he submitted two different scripts to Warner Brothers for the new Friday movie. And they weren't messing with either one of them. So he was kind of pissed off about that. Yeah, so he joined uh, Nori and DJ EFN as part of like a live taping of Drink Champs during LL Cool J's Rock the Bells weekend. And he had criticized Warner Brothers for basically not supporting the culture. And this is what he said. Yo, this is too, too I think the new generation needs to get, you know, some of this, uh, this, this new Friday, you know what I'm saying? I agree. I'm ready to give it to him. So I had two scripts. I wrote one, it was the shit, and it was like, yo, we don't want Craig and Daddy in jail, because Craig and Daddy went to jail for, for selling weed, you know what I'm saying, before it was legal. And, uh, yeah! The random applause is for LL Cool J. Yeah, yeah, so, so I was like, yo, man, what's your name? It's like, 
shit is funny. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it was like, nah, nah. Then after they rejected it, they, uh, they, they, they had all these fucking movies about going to jail. You know, Orange is the New Black. Wow. Yeah. Go to jail. Get hard. And I was like, man, see, y'all fucking me up. So now I wrote another script. Mm. And the other script was really about, you know, I'm talking about the Friday scripts. Mm. My, my other script was about the youngsters in the hood having beef with the OGs in the hood. And, and Craig has to come back and squash that because Smokey's son is the new Debo and he's wildin'. But he's a little skinny motherfucker that'll shoot you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. I, I I think I liked both of those premises. I would have taken either one of those. I would have taken any type of new Friday movie, to be honest. Like, that franchise is legendary. Such a big part of the culture. And I'm mad Warner Brothers wouldn't take that chance. Like, y'all could have t- taken the chance on that. It's Ice Cube. It's going to be successful. When When has an Ice Cube movie not been successful? Can't name one. They should have took that yeah. chance. Yeah, every Ice Cube movie that I've seen has been good. And I've seen a lot of Ice Cube movies. He's in a lot of them. Um, so, yeah, I don't know why Warner Brothers does not want to jump on this. Like like you said, it's a franchise that people are big fans of. They continue to rewatch the three movies that we already have. So, yeah, I hopefully one day Warner Brothers or maybe, I don't know if you can go to another um movie type production company nope. to get it out there if it'd be the same but warner brothers owns it and they won't let them they won't let them do nothing else with it ain't that messed up like you won't let them make another you won't help them make another movie but you won't let them go somewhere else either messed up man damn that is messed up so come on warner brothers if you're listening do better right and I know no one asked, but um, Friday After Next is the best in the series. We touched on this on the Stilo Brim episode, but I just feel the need to reiterate that every time that the um, Friday's franchise comes up because um, many people love the first one the most, rightfully so. You know, it was the original. It's hilarious. But Friday After Next, next level funny. You can hear the deep dive on that on, on our Stilo Brim episode of DX Daily if you haven't heard it. But moving right along, because Drake dropped a big bomb off on us on social media, he announced that he is doing an intimate show in New York at Harlem's legendary Apollo. Yes, so he took the Instagram on Tuesday to reveal it. Um, It's basically, I think it's like a white and black type of poster in big font. It's like Drake, uh, Apollo Theater, November 11th, very first time. And it's a pretty rare type of concert because the Apollo only holds 1,500 people, which, you know, Drake can sell out arenas and festivals easily. So for this to only be held with 1,500 fans is, is, uh, is different for sure. And also, it's like right now you can win tickets if you listen to uh, Sirius XM Channel 42, which is his channel, on the app specifically because a little box will pop up and it's like, do you want to enter to win tickets to see Drake? And you do that. So you have to be like a serious XM subscriber is the first thing. Cause I don't, I don't know where the info is to actually buy tickets, but right now you can win tickets as like a serious XM channel 42 promotion. So I think that is dope, but it's very rare. I'm curious to see how it plays out. Like who gets tickets Are they want to resell tickets and all that mumbo jumbo, but yeah, you can't, you can't buy them. You got to win them on the Sirius XM app. So that's a, a nice little twist to it. First of all, I know Sirius gave him the crazy bag for this. Like you got to send mm-hmm. everybody to the Sirius app. I know he got the crazy bag for that. Second of all, conspiracy theory. I somehow feel like this is a sub at Rihanna and ASAP Rocky. <laughs> Maybe it's the fact that it's at the Apollo in Harlem. 
And, you know, <laughs> Rihanna had just announced that she's doing the Super Bowl. So I feel like Drake felt like he had to announce something big. And then that something big had to be in Harlem, where Rocky is from. Mm. Mm. You see? Connect the dots. You got to connect the dots, man. <laughs> but no, in all actuality, I think this is amazing. And I an amazing idea. I'm actually going to download the Sirius XM app so I can be entered to win. I'm going to uh, definitely be listening out to Drake's radio station so I can uh, try to win these tickets because I want to be there. Like, I'm projecting a legendary hip-hop moment, like like the Jay-Z B-side show he did, like something like that, or Beyonce at Roseland, like that nature where it's it's just only a few people get to experience it and something you remember you will remember forever. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to try. I'll let y'all know how it pans out for me, let you know if I have any luck on that. <laughs> but we are going to cap it off there today. Long episode. We're going to leave it there, though. That concludes today's episode of DX Daily. As always, subscribe to this podcast on all streaming platforms. Also, be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is Hip Hop DX. And be sure to follow us on all of our socials. That's our Instagram, our Twitter, and our TikTok, which is Hip Hop DX. Yep, you can follow us as well. I am at Asia Sky, and that's on all platforms. A-S-H-I-A is how you spell Asia, and S-K-Y-E is how you spell Sky. And I'm at A-Dub on everything. That's A-Y-E-E-E-D-U-B-B. All righty, we'll be back at you tomorrow with more daily news. See ya. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.